I have come to the conclusion that men should not be doctors. I mean, no. No, they shouldn't. They should stick to being nurses and lifting heavy things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As nature intended. Yeah. I mean, we we already know that men are not actually good at most of the things that they claim to be good at. Like (laughs) like football, for example. Right. (laughs) The uh, England ladies team uh, in the Euro final. It's 1-1 to uh, England versus Germany, and it looks like it's going to go to penalties, which is the most English thing ever. But hey, at least they reached a final, which the men's team can't do. Um, and like more people watch women's soccer, or, or not, they they get paid more for advertisements, so they should be paid more than the men. They should be paid more than the men anyway. They're better than the men. Like, I don't understand. <sighs> Anyway, so that's going to finish in like 10 minutes, as long as England scores another goal in the next 10 minutes, which would be nice, (laughs) please. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so I went, well, went to, so I asked my insurance company, hello, can you please match me with a psychologist who can uh, see if I have ADD? Mm -hmm. And I would like a woman, please. And they matched me up with a freaking man, of course, in Missouri of all places. What? So instead of like, he's like, oh, why do you think you have ADD? It's like, okay, first of all, whatever. And I was like, well, my other doctor said I should get evaluated because I like, sounds like I do. And then she, he spent some time tearing her down and being like, oh, she prescribed this other medication wrong. Okay. And then acting like I wanted stimulants, like I was just trying to eat uh, Adderall. And then once he figured out that I didn't do that, he told me the list of drugs that's for that are for ADD that aren't stimulants, emphasizing the ones that cause weight loss. What? (laughs) So this man is just as bad as the other one who I've told about multiple times. Holy shit. So he just was like, all right, here's some Wellbutrin anyway. See you in two weeks. Cool. (laughs) So (laughs) I started the Wellbutrin, I guess. But I'm going to talk to my other doctor on Wednesday, so and my good doctor, yeah. my only good doctor, who's, guess what? A, a woman. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sorry for all the men out there, but you know what? I'm thinking that it's just not for you. Can you just That's try not to be a dick about things? <laughs> right? Like, it's actually not difficult to just be empathetic. <laughs> And be like, yeah, maybe you do need, yeah, let's have a look at your symptoms. I have, I have a really nice psychologist. He's a, he is a good guy. That's good to hear. But yeah, I. One of them exists. I much prefer to go to my Obgyne clinic than I do to any other clinic because nearly everybody I come into contact with at the Obgyne clinic is female. So they like understand the issues that I have. And they're not just like, oh, dumb woman who says she feels pain and she doesn't actually feel pain. The amount of times that male doctors have told me there's actually nothing wrong with me, yeah. uh, when I've gone with like chronic pain issues or like is is too damn high. Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. There's like stuff that my good doctor can't prescribe me because she's a specialist, mm. even though she's like, I would prescribe you this, but the they don't want me to, so I'm gonna just talk to her and be like, "All right, what what do I ask for? What do I do?" 
So yippee. Ugh. And then the, and then I went and picked it up on Saturday at the pharmacy because I knew that that's when the female pharmacist works. <laughs> Uh, and not the old man. So <laughs> I... There is still this stigma yeah. as well that women don't get ADD. Right. Which is like 100% not true because my big sister has ADD. Um, Which was so bad that she failed her driving test eight times. <laughs> and he was like, oh man, eight times? Mm -hmm. I think it was eight. It was like seven or eight. She had to get hypnotherapy to make oh, wow. her get in the car again because she got so nervous about failing it that yeah that she couldn't actually get in the car without shaking wow. so she had yeah. hypnotherapy and it worked that fear of failure is no joke mm. <laughs> he also was like well they really want to see onset of symptoms around 12 what in order to prescribe sim stimulants i'm like first of all like many different things can cause those symptoms and second of all oh you didn't ask me about it he didn't ask me about it he's like well here are the limits do you like he wasn't like do you feel like you did that i'm like yeah i feel like the first time i got in trouble at school was at 12 because i wasn't listening and ended up like breaking a rule that i didn't know existed so yeah i would say so anyway <sighs> just another barrier for a disorder that makes it difficult to complete tasks <laughs> maybe they should think about that i don't know but hey the uh, the thing you have going for you is you are white. <laughs> yeah, yes, I got that going for me. <laughs> I, I go to the doctor and people roll their eyes. It's like, shit. That's why I can't no. get prescribed with PCOS. Ugh, because, like, doctors are like, oh, you have Middle Eastern heritage. Most people from the Middle East have excessive hair or more obvious hair. And I'm like, fucking, that's not the only reason why I'm here. Ugh, fuck that. Bullshit. Like, that's oh a God. symptom. That is a symptom of a thing that my other sister has been diagnosed with. Please. <laughs> Please, just look at it properly. Like, so. if you do an exam, you do the test, what is the worst that could happen? They won't even test me. Right? Like, oh, I figured out that you don't have it. Okay, great. Now we know that you don't have it and we can move on to other things instead of just being like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, they they honestly will not even test me. Laziness. And then when they ask if I'm gonna, if I'm planning on having children, they're, and I say no, they're like, well, then you don't need a test. What the fuck? Because if you're not planning oh on God. having children, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah oh oh it's okay if you are in extreme pain maybe you should consider having a baby and then you don't have to have your period for nine months yeah i'll just have all the rest of the symptoms of my hormonal fucking imbalance for nine months instead <laughs> that sounds good i'll just have migraines every day that sounds fun yeah like it's like they're punishing you for not having kids oh yeah yeah and it blows because they can't relate yeah because every woman wants to have children Oh, yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, hi, welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 106. Sounds good. Sounds That right. reminded me of the one time I accidentally picked up the phone at work and said hello. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, is this the pharmacy? I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I do that all the time. It's, it, when people call me on the school telephone, I assume they're calling the right person because right. I have an extension. So I just go, yep. What up? <laughs> people are like, uh, who is this? I'm like, who do you think it is? 
Can you not hear <laughs> you my voice? Me. <laughs> I'm the only English person at this goddamn school. You know it's me. Please. Uh, all right. So this first one's, I guess, kind of related to what we were just talking about. Um, there are no ages, but I'm going to go ahead and assume there's an age gap here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Seems legit. Yeah. Am I the asshole for not wanting my girlfriend to use my gym equipment? <laughs> kind of connecting back to the one with the teenager last couple weeks a month ago i don't know um i decided i don't like driving all the way to gym four times a week or sharing equipment with other people so i decided to spend forty five hundred dollars on building myself a home gym okay my girlfriend of 2.5 years doesn't live with me she has a key for emergencies in all caps one morning she let herself to use my gym without even checking if i was okay with it needless to say i wasn't okay with this the whole point was that I didn't want to share a gym with anyone else. She's acting like I'm the asshole for not wanting to share my gym with her. But she has a gym membership and it's no further away from her place than my house is. There's no real reason she has to use mine. Oh my god. Am I the asshole here or is she for using my gym equipment without even checking with me with I'm okay with it? A lot of typos in this one. <laughs> yeah, you're an asshole and you're selfish too. And that's what he says in his, like, am I the asshole judgment bot answer. I told my girlfriend I'm not okay with her using my gym equipment. IDK, maybe I'm the asshole since that could come off as selfish and immature action. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is a selfish and immature action. Uh, I don't like sharing, so I spent $4,500 on gym equipment. Come on. Like, think about it logically. I'm not willing to pay for a gym membership so that I can share. So instead I'll spend an exorbitant amount of money on gym equipment. So that I don't have to share. What? And, like, what is the reason? Like, with the teenager, it was this teenager is using the gym equipment unsupervised yeah, and you don't and want him to get bad. hurt. She is an adult human being who can do the gym on her own and is fine. Yeah. Fucking hell. What a dick. Yeah. And even without this comment, so someone is like, do you know if something happened at her gym? Maybe she got harassed or something? And he responds, how is that relevant? Don't what? all women get harassed in the gym every once in a while? Holy Yes, shit. that was partially her reason, but I still don't see why that changes things. It sucks that we live in that kind of culture, but ultimately she can find a non-co-ed gym or talk to the gym staff about that. What? Negative 7,600 down, down votes. <laughs> this guy is like, he has such little empathy. Why, why does he even have, how did he get a girlfriend? Right? How is he in a relationship with someone? They've been dating for two and a half years. This is not the first time he's been selfish. I know I say that all the time, but it's like... Yeah, like, this is How does anybody put up with this behavior for two and a half years? And most people in the comments are like, well, if she's looking to get fit, I know how she can drop 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. God, a lot. And then his other comment is, let's see. I'm not saying it's acceptable or okay that the staff shouldn't or that the staff shouldn't do something about it. I'm just saying it doesn't mean she should use my gym when tens of millions of women use oh public gyms every day. Oh my And potentially God. face similar treatment. Hey, if I had a significant other who had a home gym, I would be like, hell yeah, I'm going to come out and work out with you or whatever. This is the equivalent of what, yeah, but what were you wearing? Right? Or or not even that. It's like, yeah, you're a woman, so you get harassed. <laughs> like, And you should like it because it means people think you're cute. Yeah. Fuck right off. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> yeah. So, 
it's just like people who gatekeep this kind of thing. And it's not gatekeeping like he's saying, oh, why should she want to use it? Because she's a you know, woman. women yeah. shouldn't go to the gym. But it's like just this attitude that you have to have something for yourself and no one else can share it this with you. This is mine. Yeah. It's a big problem in our society like we used to have fucking communal ovens in the middle of the town square and everybody would just come and use it when they needed it and now everybody has one in their own home and we're so separated from each other that you fucking have to call the cops on your neighbor if they're they mow your lawn on accident or whatever like dude yeah yeah calm down she's not it's not like a finite resource either it's not like she's eating your ice cream out of the freezer like Uh, that would be yeah i'd be mad about that (laughs) or like drinking your protein shakes or whatever because god knows he does protein shakes oh he probably does pre-workout and post-workout oh yeah of course in his private gym just for him (laughs) and then i bet you like i could see him doing like an airbnb thing with the gym (laughs) charging people for it charging people for it and not letting his girlfriend use it for free yeah that that does sound legit oh dear what is wrong with people? Right. Well, okay. I hope he gets done. Yeah, I hope he doesn't have to worry about it much longer because I hope that she leaves his ass. Yep. Sunk cost fallacy. Do not stay with somebody just because you've been with them for a long time. Think of all the years you have ahead of you that you could be without that person. Two and a half years is nothing as well. Nothing. It's yeah. nothing. Like, in the grand scheme of a relationship, it's, yeah, it's barely anything. Okay, so in the interest of fairness, here's... <laughs> Here's one where Opie is in the right. And also a man. Yay! Good for him. Um, Okay, so he's 35, wife is 34. They've got two kids who are three and five. Oof. Am I the asshole for telling my wife that my job has to come before hers? Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Right? This is a very could-go-either-way title. Me and my wife and our two kids live in a very high-cost-of-living city. I make about five times as much as my wife, so we do pretty well. If my income were the same as my wife's, we would not be able to afford to live in our city. My job is pretty low stress, about 35-ish hours a week, with the only requirement that I be on call for one week out of each month. Normally, nothing ever happens, so I do my usual routine with the understanding with my wife that if I am needed, I will drop whatever we are doing and work until the issue is resolved. This only ever happens once every quarter and lasts a few hours. It seems like he works in tech. Yeah, uh, remotely, uh, seems like. My wife, on the other hand, has a much more stressful job. Her boss is incredibly demanding and often demands random and inane things just as a power play with her subordinates. She usually works about 45 to 50 hours a week. As a result, I take care of most of the home stuff, drop off, pick up kids from daycare, cook meals, and generally keep the house clean. The Emma the Asshole Incident. It was an on-call week after work hours when my wife got a text from her boss about fulfilling an emergency request for a client. My wife complained to me that this request really could wait until tomorrow, but she could rather, but she would rather get it done so she doesn't have to listen to her boss bitch at her in the morning if it's not done. I had no problem with it, but I reminded her that I am on call, so I might need to switch with her if something came up. She made a grunt of acknowledgement, but nothing beyond that. About two hours later, I get an all-hands call to immediately come into the office. Normally, I can resolve issues remotely, but we had an issue that prevented us from remoting in. I rush upstairs and tell my wife that I had to leave, only for her to turn around and say, 
sorry, but my issue came up first. You're going to have to tell your work you can't. I was taken aback and told her that no, this issue isn't something I can skip for anything short of. I am physically in the hospital and can't come in. She got increasingly angry and started to rant at me, but I told her that I didn't have time for this and that I am leaving. When I get back, we can discuss this. She started crying, but I had no more time, so I left for the office. On the way, she called me to continue the argument, and in the heat of the moment, I said, Look, I respect that you put a lot of time and energy into your work, but we cannot afford our house or lifestyle without my job. So when push comes to shove, my job has to come first, otherwise we are going to be on the streets. She hung up on me after that. When I got home about three hours later, around 11 p.m., the kids were crashed out in the living room on the couch with several bowls of cereal spilled around them. (laughs) I went upstairs and my wife was locked in the bedroom and refused to talk. In the morning, I found out from the kids that she had spent the night crying in her room and didn't feed them dinner or tuck them in. So they had to make cereal and had a sleepover in the living room. Reminder that these kids are three and five. That is the end of the post. Jesus Christ. What a meltdown. That's not a regular Mm -mm. meltdown. I mean... This is a huge, it's a huge thing to leave the kids. Yeah. But also it sounds like there's a huge problem and she can't keep going on like this. She can't communicate what it is she actually wants because he is, um, because he's actually doing the lion's share of the work. Right. So she feels like if she says anything about it, she's the asshole. Mm -hmm. But really she, in this instance, she was being an asshole. She's she's let it uh build up and yeah. build up and build up until it's exploded and it caused the kids to like be in physical danger. Yeah, any time when the kids are suffering is a bad time all around. So then they're three and five making themselves cereal for dinner because mm. she's so upset that she's locked herself in the bedroom and is crying. And presumably didn't get that thing done for her job. <laughs> like Presumably. But her thing for her job wasn't an emergency. This is the other thing that is assholish. She she says, mine came up first, but she openly acknowledged before she went to go and deal with it that it's not an emergency and she can do it in the morning. Yeah. If she texts her boss and says, look, my husband had to go into the office on call. I cannot finish this tonight. And then turned her phone off. That's not the, the issue resolved. Or block the, I would block the boss until- I'd just turn the phone off. Yeah. Well- you know, <laughs> I'm it, addicted to it. So. It sends the same message. <laughs> right. So if it's a work phone, absolutely turn the work phone but off. But she seems so overwhelmed with the idea that her job isn't important, whereas his is, that she couldn't even compartmentalize, I have to do this thing for my work and the kids need to be fed and put to sleep. And people are like mentioning in the comments, hey, maybe you should get like an emergency nanny for these situations. Just say, hey, like, you know, someone who could come in on short notice. And it's like, that's not addressing the issue that is a band-aid for the situation. And it happens so rarely. He's like once a quarter. So that's once every three months. He actually has to do something when he's on call. It's not like when he's on call, he's at work all the time. This was a once in a blue moon situation that his wife could not handle because she took it personally yeah and it seems like her boss is an abusive asshole the Mm -hmm. boss is the problem Mm -hmm. and she's so stuck between not wanting to take that abuse and it seems like maybe this is a type of creative job or something that's fulfilling for her but if it's not about the pay then she needs to quit and get a new job yeah and then if if you know, they can survive on just his salary. 
And they probably have some savings. Like, while she's job hunting, they could probably get by. Um, and if the kids are in daycare, you know, you can yeah pull them out of daycare for a little while. Mm-hmm. And that would be a financial thing you don't need to take. But yeah, it seems like he's got a, work, a great work-life balance. Good job. You know, it's very chill. Everybody's cool. And then her job is just turning her into someone who is miserable. Yeah, that sucks. She she is under two kinds of pressure here. The mm-hmm. first is from the job and the second is her own pressure. Because likely this meltdown is because she already feels like she's not doing enough for the family. And when he turns around and quite rightly says to her, look, if I don't have this job, we can't live here. Yeah. She takes that as a personal attack. Because she already feels like I'm a failure and I can't do enough for this family. He's yeah. earning five times more than her and he still gets to spend time with the kids. Like, that must be really difficult for her. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, she should have said something yes. before letting it get this far. He has encouraged her to quit and find a new job. Mm-hmm. He's encouraged her to get therapy. Mm-hmm. And she always says, I'm too busy. They won't be able to help me. That kind of thing. No, she needs therapy yesterday. Yeah. Because she sounds chronically depressed. Um, If she couldn't even function enough to put some, you know, chicken nuggets on a tray for the kids. Yeah. Or make them cereal. I don't know. Like, right. Worst comes to worst. Perk them. Perk the kids with an iPad. Like, it's not great to do that all the time, but literally once a quarter this has happened. Cereal dinner isn't going to kill them. And and a couple hours of iPad time, also not going to kill them. Or TV time or whatever. In the room with you while you're working, you know, in a space where they're going to stay out of the way, depending on what this work actually is. Mm-hmm. Might be like um, graphic design or something like that. My, I have a friend who was a graph or is a graphic designer, but now has a better job. She previously had a job with this kind of boss that yeah. was like making her miserable, power tripping, would like nitpick every little thing that she did wrong and you know at one point she couldn't take it anymore and she quit also she didn't have a job for a while this is really important to note unless it says in your contract that you are on call all the time you do not have to answer any work emails after the hours of which you're contracted yes absolutely and the fact that she chooses to go and do the work rather than wait even when she's not at, on, on work hours that's her choice. I know the boss is a dragon, but, you know, if she just says, no, I'm not doing it tonight, what what is the worst that could happen? She gets right, fired? If they fire you, that's... That's not actually know. a bad bad deal if your boss is behaving in a dictatory mm-hmm. way. And then you get unemployment, and you could sue mm-hmm. them for wrongful termination. Mm-hmm. So if you're hourly, your boss has no reason to call you after hours other than maybe to inform you of the schedule. Or ask you if you want to come in to cover a shift. But they cannot force you to come in yeah, to you, cover a shift on an emergency. You have no obligation to respond. You have no obligation to pick up the phone. Up the, yeah. You know. And if you are hourly, like or salary, like we are, we have contractual duty hours. Mm-hmm. So I am not required to do anything work-related after 3.45, now that mm-hmm. we're an hour later. Mm-hmm. Um, I can choose to if I want to, but I never... Sometimes I'll respond to colleague emails, but I never, never. ever, ever respond to principal or admin emails. I don't respond to anything after 3.30. And once I'm out of the building, that's it. Well, sometimes I do if it's like a union thing. 
Um, yeah, but that's... Because I don't get paid for that, yeah, but... <laughs> that's different, but... That's uh, pretty much the only time I do. I'm contracted to be at work 55 minutes before the kids show up. Oh, damn. So I have to, I have to be there at 8 a.m. So if if you're sending me an email at 3.30, I'm sorry, you're waiting till 8 a.m. Yeah. Because that's that's my contracted work time. Do, do not even try and text me on the weekend. Even the teacher group chat, I do not respond to. Yeah. Because I'm so glad I'm out of the teacher group chat. Holy shit. It was so stressful. <laughs> it's my time, you know? Yeah. I, I have I have to spend so much time at school and so much energy at school as it is. I'm not going to spend my weekend answering queries. Last year, about this time last year, we got a text. I got a text to the teacher group chat and one of the teachers was asking a question about work. And I texted back and I said, I am not legally obligated to answer that question until August 15th at 8 a.m. <laughs> and he was like oh i was like ask me in two weeks <laughs> i'm not answering that question right now i'm not even thinking about it right now please do not text me again <laughs> hell yeah and he was like oh okay everyone was like wow i'm so jealous that you can do that i'm like it took me a long time to learn that i have that right and i don't have to respond to anything i don't want to after work hours yeah i'm on holiday until august 15th Woo. don't don't ask me. <laughs> I do not care until August 15th. That is the first day that I give a shit. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes the bot, like, if you don't have contractual hours, like, an, a vice principal at our school would not have, you know, they don't have contractual hours. They don't have a union. So their boss could call them, our principal could call them at, like, 5 p.m. and expect an answer. But, yeah, that's usually a situation where the boss is taking advantage of that. But they also and get paid like six times more than me. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Still not enough at my school. Not enough. Like, the amount of hours they have to work is like every weekend, you know, every Saturday, every evening. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's six- We have a new principal this year. I haven't met them yet. Oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's I think a there's going to be mass rioting uh, because... Our old principal was really, really lovely. I'm, I'm going to miss him a lot. And he he gave us a lot of allowances. So, like, we're allowed to wear jeans at work um, and, and things like that. And oh, a yeah. lot of the teachers have kind of fallen into these ways. And we don't know what the new principal's going to be like. So we don't know what she's going to be taking away, <laughs> what she's going to be implementing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> if you are a new boss... The best way is to just kind of observe, keep the ship going on the direction that it was going. And then if there are any changes then you can that need to be made, you can make them after, you know, a month or longer. <laughs> you know, don't come in and be like, I'm changing this, 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 and this, because that is how you lose the goodwill of the people right there. Because they know more than you, mm-hmm. so you need to respect that they know how to run the ship, even though your hands are on the wheel. I don't know. This is a metaphor. <laughs> You're wearing the hat. Yes. But the crew does the work. Yes. So if you are the captain, that technically means you're in charge of making the decisions. It does not mean that you're the person who's making the cannons work or filling the sails or whatever. Like, you are just the person who is delegating those tasks and making sure they get done. You are not doing those tasks yourself. Right. And addressing issues from the crew as they come up. If they have Hey, complaints. my rope is broken and I can't tie this sail down. Okay, let's get you a new rope. That's your job. <laughs> That's it. That's all. And then 
to also field questions from higher up so that you're and like the parents mm. as if you're a principal mm-hmm. so that your crew don't have to deal with that shit cuz i don't i don't want to deal with that shit thank you all right so to end this one i want to i want to read this comment from op okay. and someone was like why didn't you call mom and dad when was the last time those two kids got to spend time with them huh and he's like well i mean i guess i didn't consider that i could try calling the cemetery but they never <laughs> answer maybe the cell reception there isn't good <laughs> wow also, dead people make terrible babysitters, someone <laughs> replied. <laughs> uh, unless it's the graveyard book. They make great babysitters then. <laughs> By Neil Gaiman. Yeah, this is your reminder that you should be reading Neil Gaiman's graveyard book. Every day. Every I'm day. Sa- <laughs> Every day. It is so good. Uh, I'm sad I didn't get to go to the Sandman panel because it was right before fucking Marvel at Comic-Con. Oh, God damn it! I'm so hyped about... <laughs> Sandman, but my mom's coming to visit and she's not going to want to watch Sandman. Uh, are they dropping it all at once? Oh, all it's on at Netflix, once on yeah, Netflix, so yeah. They don't do a weekly model. Um, I also didn't get to go see what we do in the shadows because freaking Funko gave out plastic pieces of shit afterwards. So everybody piled in there to get their plastic pieces of shit. Hey, look. And don't don't you talk about my Funkos that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I see three Funkos from where I'm sitting right now. I have them too. I fucking love my Funkos. They were like rejects. I would die for my Funkos. <laughs> <laughs> Do not speak to me on my tiny son or my tiny son or my tiny son or my tiny son ever again. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, oh, here's one we haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a twist on weddings make people crazy. Baba. And it's bachelorette parties make people crazy. Oh my god. All right. I am planning a bachelor party for March. Mm-hmm. So this is going to remind me what not to do. <laughs> strippers, strippers. <laughs> OP is 25 and her fiance is 31. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm. Is that, mm, <laughs> does that pass the sniff test? Yeah. Well, it doesn't say how long they've been dating. I don't think it matters. It seems fine. He's not the issue at all. Okay. Am I the asshole for having high expectations for my bachelorette party? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I am getting married to my wonderful fiancé this fall. A week ago, I had my bachelorette party. She actually says I had a bachelorette party, so I'm like, are you trying to do for a redo or something? Uh, While most girls dream of their weddings, I dreamt about my bachelorette weekend. Why? I put a lot of planning into this weekend, made a lot of phone calls, reservations, everything, basically. Okay. Okay. This is... Thursday to Monday, I think. Jesus it on Thursday. fucking Christ. Nobody has the time to go to a whole <laughs> fucking four-day bachelorette weekend. What the fuck? Uh, let's see. Okay, so for Thursday night to Sunday morning, me and 25 of my closest <gasps> girlfriends what? rented has, a house. Who has 25 close friends? A, and uh, one in one house? It better have been a fucking huge-ass house. I just... I'm trying to count how many people I actually know and would consider to be my friends. Not even close friends, just people that I know and would consider to be my friends. It is way less than 25. <laughs> yeah. And organizing 25 people, like, keep it to six. You know? Six is a perfect number for a bachelorette. That means you can play the the Catan expansions. <laughs> you have you don't have too many people. You can right. run a you can run a D and D one shot with six. Oh yeah, totally. That'd be a good bachelorette. 
From the start, it was a disaster. I had told my girls to get to the house early on Thursday so they could decorate and set up before I got there. Well, I got to the house at three and they weren't done decorating, so that bummed me out because I wanted that wow moment when I came in and saw the setup. I felt robbed, but we still had a decent first night. <laughs> robbed because they had to put your decorations up, love. Oh, yeah, I don't, God. Am I supposed to do that? I'm not going to decorate. We decorated me. while The Bachelorette was in the room. We just fucking did it. We got up, we put up the streamers and blew up the balloons and it was a good time. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe, we'll see. Uh, our, ours is just going to be Friday to Sunday, like a normal, normal person. Even that seems like a long ass time for a bachelor party or a bachelorette party. Uh, I mean, as long as it's chill, it's not like fucking nine to five, fucking <laughs> everybody go. It's actually more like eight, to like 10 at night. Eight in the morning to ten at night. Oh, actually, she says, Friday, I woke up at 7 a.m. to make breakfast and get ready because we had a packed day. Vineyards, boat, lunch, happy hour drinks, then dinner and the clubs. What? I was getting shaded on all afternoon because people said they were being rushed from place to place and had to carry changes of clothes all day. But we only had a limited time in this city and I wanted to make the most of it. Saturday was worse. We had brunch at 9am and no one was awake in time. So it only ended up being me and a few loyal bridesmaids. Because they went to the club. Who gets up at 9 o'clock in the morning after you've been to the club? 9am brunch? Jesus. That's not brunch. That's breakfast, my guy. Like brunch starts at 1030 a, that's breakfast, and B, have an you have the at home like you go out on the first day for brunch, yeah, and then you just set up like a buffet. Yeah, and the next day after you've been clubbing, you just have a fucking breakfast burrito or whatever. Like, I'm tr- sorry, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what they did the day before. <laughs> so it was breakfast, vineyards. Vineyards takes a long time. Boat, boat. I'm then not getting lunch. on a fucking boat when I've been in the vineyards for three hours. So I, I'm assuming this is in order because, or maybe it was like, if they had vineyards and then a boat before lunch, that's wild. Maybe they had lunch on the boat. Maybe. Even but so, it says boat, I get, comma, lunch, and I not get boat lunch. really seasick, regardless. Oh, God. I am like huffing my vineyard shit all over the side of that boat uh, for purple. like two hours. <laughs> and then you're taking me to lunch? I'm sorry. And then, no. and then, what do they do after lunch? They went to happy hour? Yeah. So they've been drinking so three all to six. day. Jesus all day. <sighs> and then she's we... like, 9 a.m. brunch, let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, so let know. me, it, vineyards, boat, lunch, happy hour, dinner, clubs. What time did they get to the vineyards? 9 a.m.? Right? Are we like, drinking you... wine at 9 a.m.? No, wine at 9 a.m. Wine sobering up is horrible. It's like, awful. Drunk on wine. You want to have wine before you go to sleep, not wine and then getting sober of off the wine, although I guess they didn't have a chance to do that. Like, no, because they went straight to the boat. Uh, <laughs> Not my <God>. life. <laughs> what is the purpose of this boat? <laughs> is it just a boat? <laughs> is it a river cruise? We just sit it on a boat and chilling. I bet they had wine on the boat as well. Yeah. They, they've been drinking for 12 hours at least. Okay. Well, uh, sat- okay, Saturday, brunch at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. We went shopping after a few hours, and when we got back to the house, no one was even apologetic, even though I was close to tears all day. The last straw for me was when later that night, when we were going to dinner, and nobody was wearing the matching shirts we got for the weekend. Oh my god. People wanted to wear their own stuff, but that's not what we agreed on, even though my maid of honor notified everyone. I almost said medal of honor, because I'm (laughs) OH. 
At that point, I said, fuck it, this weekend was ruined and locked myself in my room to cry. It it was even worse when I came out a few hours later and half the girls had gone out anyway without me, a.k.a. the actual bride. I hope they had a good time. (laughs) Yeah, but they probably had the best of time. Oh, yeah. I ended up driving home early on Sunday and left the house a mess for the girls to pick up because I was so upset. Now it's been almost a week and no one has really texted me except some bridesmaids and the maid of honor. I know I sound bridezilla-ish, but these are supposed to be my friends. My 25 closest friends. My 25 closest friends. And we were supposed to celebrate me all weekend and I feel neglected and I'm just really upset. I understand these expectations may seem like a lot, but I made my expectations clear to the group and they just let me down so bad. Tell me, am I the asshole? Yes. Oh my god, it sounds insufferable. You're there for three days? Can you not, like, space shit out? If all you had planned on Sunday was brunch, shopping, dinner, fucking put the boat on Sunday. Like, why are you... I'm so confused. I don't understand. I would have... I would have dipped on this bride's bachelorette party on the fucking Saturday afternoon. I would have gone home. There is no way... I would have stayed. And, and who would have noticed? You know? Nobody. There's 25 There's 24 of them. other people. <laughs> okay, so she says, yes, I have 25 people who I genuinely wanted to celebrate with. Six of them are in my wedding party, and okay. the other 19 were college friends, childhood friends, and work friends, etc. What? And then she also clarifies that the maid of honor sent out the itinerary months ago. It was very clear the activities I planned and their prices per person. If someone had wanted to skip out, it wouldn't be a problem, but all the girls paid accordingly, so they knew what they were getting themselves into. Yeah, but they probably didn't expect... Oh my god, this is just... Seeing an itinerary written down is different from actually doing all the stuff. Like, and when it's somebody's bachelorette, you kind of feel like you have to go along with stuff. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting in the house by yourself and, like, not doing anything. It would be different if there was, like, check marks next to each thing and you could check the things you wanted to do and you could see who was doing everything. Right, like, rotate them out. There's 25 of them. You can keep, like, <laughs> right? rotate them out. Like I, workhorses. Because if I'd have looked at the itinerary and seen vineyards, a boat, I'd have been like, nope. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, it seems like she would have been understanding if you were like, no, I can't do the boat. But also just because she seemed also demanding and everybody was afraid to <laughs> say anything, you know? I mean, tw- tw- 25, I just, I just cannot get over this 25 closest friends. <laughs> that's two whole football teams and substitutes. <laughs> yeah, that's like a... A nice sized classroom of that's my that's my ideal class size. Yeah, class size. (laughs) Twenty five. Fucking hell! Oh my god! I just can't. What did she have planned on Sunday? Right. Let's see. I'm gonna see if she has any comments. It was locked because of all the rule breaking. God, she seems just insufferable. She seems insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She already had the bridal shower back in April. Oh my god! And she had a bridal shower. Fuck off. My mom wanted me to have a bridal shower. I wasn't going to have one, but she's like, well, let's have a party for the old ladies. So I was like, okay. I told my mother-in-law that I, under no circumstances, wanted a bridal shower. I was like, I really appreciate it, but I do not want this. I don't know what to do. I don't want to have to be involved (laughs) in any planning. I don't want people to buy me shit. Please just don't throw a bridal shower. So she didn't. 
and that was very good i liked that yeah i made sure we didn't play any like stupid wild games or anything it was basically just like a barbecue and i was also like no presents and then they brought presents anyway they always bring fucking presents when you say no presents i said no presents at the wedding and people brought presents people came from england and carried shit with them all the way from england i'm like (laughs) why did you do this i told you you didn't have to do this you're already here this blender doesn't even have the right outlet plug (laughs) (laughs) no thankfully they didn't buy me electronics which was very very nice okay that's good they brought um they brought gin and whiskey which that's what you should bring um she says okay for friday we did the wineries first so everyone had nice dresses and wore swimsuits under for the boat after but they're drunk this is the thing this is bad planning this is just terrible planning on her part you're gonna take a bunch of people to a winery wineries plural right you don't just have one glass of wine at the winery you have like four at each one so everybody's Mm -hmm. had the equivalent of a a bottle of wine each then you're gonna take them on a boat yeah no 25 people this fucking sucks this would be the worst bachelorette weekend ever right like i would be miserable the whole time i would be complaining about having to carry clothes around with me fucking wearing my swimsuit underneath swimsuits are not comfortable and then getting changed on the boat so you're wearing your swimsuit on the boat trying not to huff your guts up because you've had two bottles of wine then lunch so you got to put on dry stuff clean stuff for lunch underwear so you're carrying underwear around with you all day i'm assuming they're not going back to the house after lunch to go to happy hour you're walking around sourced with all your shit in your bag yeah fucking hell no way and then like it would i would imagine it would be really easy to lose somebody who's like hammered in this lake town uh yeah they said fall off the boat and drown yeah they said it was a um uh yeah lake town and they wanted to go to the lake and experience that and go to the wineries. It's like, that would have been a nice day. Like, wineries, lake. Well, why couldn't That's you it. do boat first? Yeah. Like, d- d- I know I'm getting really hung up on the, <laughs> on the, the boat. order of the itinerary here. But that just seems bad. Like, that's just bad all around. Well, like, when we were in Mexico and we went snorkeling, it had an open bar. But they were like, you get one drink before snorkeling and that's it. Because otherwise, you know, we don't want people to fucking drown. So then we did snorkeling and then we got drunk on the boat afterwards. Like, fair. And this was like most of a day. Oh, my Roomba um, has just started off again. What are you doing, Roomba? No. Oh, Roomba. I, we borrowed a Roomba from my brother-in-law to see if we like it. And I do like it. But... He's now trying to beat the door down to vacuum in my <laughs> office. Hey, I know you're in there. He's I know like, that you have I dust have to vacuum it here. <laughs> like, no, stop, please. So this comment was removed by the moderator, so I can't see what she's responding to. But she just says, please leave my future husband out of this. I'm sorry 25 close friends seems like a lot to you. I have childhood friends, college friends, and work friends to account for. So it's just not, it's not just one friend group. It's like, yeah, that's the fucking bright like that's invite them to the wedding yeah i want to know how many people turned down her invitation jesus like looking at the price of this you know i would turn this down be like sorry i can't do that for a work friend i'm not gonna spend seven hundred dollars wineries are expensive number one number two boat rides are expensive and then traveling to the place and paying for the house god damn does she think people are made of money yeah i'd have left on saturday morning i'd have been like "Mm, nah I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah, that was. Uh, I have a work emergency. Or Shit. Something. Uh, my, oh, no. my, uh, I have to go and feed my cat. Bye. <laughs> All right. This is the second edit, and I love it. 
Well, I'm very clearly the asshole. I've decided to apologize for wanting one weekend to be about me. I need to rethink my friend group and make some changes to the wedding invite list. Thanks. Wow. Oofa doofa. Wow. Wow. I, I, I started reading that and I was like, oh, okay, she's learned her lesson. No. Nope. No, no. No, she's being sarcastic. She's being <laughs> passive aggressive. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh my god, I wouldn't want to go to a wedding anyway. Right? Better be a fucking open bar after this. Jesus. Right? Oh, damn. 25 oh close God. friends. I don't, can't even think of 25 people that I like that much. No? Yeah. 25 was like my entire wedding invite list. Yeah. Well, you, did you see the one I posted where someone was sexually aroused by imagining themselves as a McDonald's french fry? Mm, yeah, that was disconcerting. Well, I found another one that's worse. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a today I fucked up post. Welcome to the pod. Today I fucked up. Oh, yes. Yes, welcome. Our guest. Uh, there's no ages. And yeah, it's from seven years ago. And we have an update that's more current. So today I fucked up by admitting to my girlfriend that I pretend she is a giant cockroach when we have sex. What? Ever since I was a teenager, I have had very intense fantasies about having sex with a giant roach. Why? It started so in ninth or tenth grade when we read The Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. <laughs> This has to be a trial. This can't be a real person. As I started to think more and more about the roach creature that the character had become, I started to imagine what it would be like if a woman turned into the roach instead. Yeah. I found this idea very arousing. I would not be repulsed or frightened of her as the characters in the story are. I would take care of her. Then my thoughts started to get sexual with the character. And so this is from Best of Redditor Updates is where it's posted. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to skip a little bit. We don't need to know the details. Mm -mm, mm -mm. When I started to have actual sex, I found I could not uh, perform if I wasn't thinking of Ogtha. He names, he names her Ogtha. Uh, not just think about Ogtha, I concentrate intently to visualize that I actually am having sex with Ogtha. I don't think about the girl at all. There is only Ogtha. Um, what? This so, guy's a problem. Yeah. And so he has a, um, you know, relationship with his girlfriend and he finally confides to her the other day and is blown away by her reaction somehow. <laughs> I thought she might take it a bit badly at first, but then she'd get used to it. No, I have never seen such a look of disgust before. Outraged is not an understatement. She's not even returning my texts now. I'm afraid she's going to break up with me, and also that she's going to tell people about Agtha. I don't know how I will face anyone. This is going to sound silly, but I also feel guilty about feeling shame, as if Agtha would be saddened by this. Even though I know she is imaginary, I just don't know what to do at this point. Oh my god get therapy <laughs> yeah i mean that's what you need to do you, you need to don't have a girlfriend anymore you're single you work on yourself a little bit um wow. so that was five years ago okay and he basically gives like a blah 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 update okay in the five years that have passed since this topic was posted i decided to stop fooling myself and just commit it to my love of Agtha. <laughs> no what no that's the absolute opposite of what you should have done that meme of the car that's gonna go straight to like go to therapy and it's like veering <laughs> off to the side oh god Agtha. Agtha. 
I know she is not real per se, but in my head, she is an actual personality and I am in love with that personality. I don't care if oh, she is God. a roach or if she is, quote, imaginary. The love is real. Call me deluded, but it's harmless and it makes me happy. I have not had a real girlfriend again since that incident five years ago, but occasionally I've had one night stands via online apps with the understanding of it being one night in advance. And on these times, I always envision the woman as Agtha, my sensual roach queen. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's a sentence I never wanted to hear. <laughs> should that be the episode title or is that too much? My sensual roach queen. No, that should, no that should be it. Yeah. Oh God. So... The thing about it, though, is that I became so in love with my Agtha that I married her. I even did a little ceremony in my living room. I recited my own vows and she recited hers. I even went on a honeymoon, which technically you could say was a solo vacation in New Orleans for a week. Hey, if you want to find roaches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But in my mind, Agtha was with me the entire time. In my mind, I think of her as my wife. Now, here's where I fucked up again. Oh, no. Dude, just stop. Therapy. Um, I mean... There's one thing if you're happy, sure, and he's not hurting anyone. But he's but living he's out an entire delusion, yeah. Life that is never going to materialize. I got so used to thinking of her as my wife in my head that a few months ago I work at, at work, I nonchalantly said my wife in some innocuous sentence. I think it was something like, oh yeah, me and my wife love that show in regards to Chopped. So now everyone was asking me about my wife because they never heard I was married or even dating anyone. Everyone kept pestering me wanting to know about her, wanting to see pictures. I became full of panic. I did the thing I swore I would never do again. I talked to other people about Agtha in real oh, life. Oh no. My dude. We were at a team lunch and I just let it all spill out. I told them about how I became enamored as a teenager with the Franz Kafka story and how my fantasy evolved into an actual imaginary entity with a personality mm. and how I slowly began to grow in love with her. Yeah, dude, no. Don't no, why would do you, that. No, why? Just say... At this point, just say she's dead. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. That's what I would do. If, if you were like, me and my wife love oh, that show. God. Oh, and then they sorry. were like, oh, you're married? And then you just be like, uh, She passed love. away she's five dead. years ago. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes forget. Yeah. And then that's very normal. And then no one will ask you about it again. Yes, absolutely. No one will ever bring it up again. Oh, God. At first, they thought I was doing a creepy joke, but I convinced them I was telling the truth. Well, they were afraid and disgusted. I have been a pariah at work ever since. Shocked Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody steers clear of me. We used to have a good social life, and now people only speak to me for work-related reasons. Even working virtually now, nobody sends me a Slack message unless it's about work. I even heard a rumor that people went to HR, but they were, of course, told nothing could be done. I have lost my good work friends because of this, and it is indeed jeopardizing my career because my bosses think I'm insane. I have ruined my friendships and future career prospects due to my honesty. I'm starting to look for a new job, although it is difficult in this current environment. I can start fresh elsewhere, though. No matter what, I will be staying with my wife, Agtha. For me, it is Agtha forever. And he capitalized forever. If you must know, I do hope that even if I am an old man, that one day the technology is invented to extract the Agatha personality from my mind and implant it into a real external body, either of a genetically engineered or mechanical (gasps) nature. And me and Agatha can then experience genuine physical connection. But if she must remain within me, that is fine. Her love keeps me warm on the coldest of nights. Then... This this one's extremely brief. So that was two years ago. Jesus now one year ago. Fucking Christ. Today I fucked up by telling my parents I'm married to an imaginary oh giant roach. Oh my god. And it's just like, my dude, stop, stop telling, telling people. people. Keep your mouth closed. You know how this is never gonna end well. <laughs> oh my god. 
part of it that I skipped, OP says, they are in some ways traditionalists and are simply not ready to understand how entities can exist without physical form and share a mind. And this person just said, today I too learned I am a traditionalist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, dude, you should have had therapy like 10 years ago. This is not sustainable. (laughs) This is terrible. Someone's like, I have COVID and I wasn't sure if this was like a fever dream. This has to be an exercise in creative writing. This cannot be real. This has to be a troll. There's a woman who is married to the Santa Fe Depot trolley station in downtown San Diego. Okay. She goes there every day to spend time with her wife. Kay. Yes, of course it's a woman. <laughs> hmm. I think God fucked up giving us free will. <laughs> Do you think God stays in heaven because he too lives in fear of what he has created? <laughs> yes. A hundred percent yes. He's like, this is not what I had in mind at all. Isn't that a quote from Spy Kids? I think so, yeah. <laughs> but there's some creepy ass shit in Spy Kids, so it would not surprise me. Fucking some people. Yeah, it's a Steve Buscemi quote from Island of Lost Dreams, which is a Spy <laughs> which is Kids an excellent movie. movie. <laughs> oh my god. Well... Wow, I just, I don't even know what to say. This is another one where it's like, therapy. Therapy, therapy, therapy. Dude, you need to close your mouth. You need to have your mouth surgically closed. You cannot keep telling people about your giant roach wife. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to make that the blurb for this when I tweet it. You can't keep telling people about your giant roach wife. (laughs) Oh my god, I hate the internet. I'm, I learned so many things I never wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> These people are crazy. <laughs> it's just... Fuck me. Anyway, England women's team won the Euros, so... Um, cats? Cats. 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 I don't know if we've done this one before, I don't think so. Cats. Oh, God. Oh, God, I want to die. Why did you tell me this? This is something I never <laughs> wanted to know. Now you must live with this in your now head, too. Now I must that's live this, with that's this knowledge. That's the podcast. This cursed knowledge. me forcing you to have all these things in your head as well. <laughs> uh. And that goes for you all, listeners. Uh. Okay. Subreddit of the week is okay. our cat tap. <gasps> Cats mildly tapping something is, Yay. is, is the description. Oh, I do, I do like this. This is a chonky, chonky baby. Who do- oh, my cat does this trick. This the very top one is doing like the cups, like the cups with the ball underneath it, except oh. you put the cat toy. Oh, in your hands. he is a chunky baby. Oh, it's shorts. Oh. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> he found it. Uh-oh. And it's gently too. Oh my god. <laughs> An attempt was made. Tap, tap, tap. You found over. it. This guy's so clever. Did you see the one on our eye bleach today of the cat, uh, like being a goalie on the TV? No. Not like the cat is watching TV and That's hits the soccer ball. Very good. <laughs> this orange baby's so cute. He's so someone clever. Just, someone just realized after two days that I'm working from home and not thinks I should spend more time with her. <laughs> Aww. Oh, kitty. Oh, oh my goodness. They are so cute. Oh, they're so gentle. Unlike my cat. <laughs> yeah, Neo Neo doesn't do friendly taps. Oh. Gentle taps. Oh, lion. Just a big kitty. My cat used to um, give me like a little gentle tap on the cheek when I, if my alarm didn't go off when I was a kid. My like childhood cat. Um, because I used to f- give her a treat as soon as I woke up. <laughs> 
Oh. This cat trying to knead the laundry. That's so cute. Camper. I just got that. Oh. <laughs> That's not soft, my dude. <laughs> we took a spoon out of this cabinet five years ago. <laughs> Still tries to get into it. He doesn't need any more food. He's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Oh, this cat's adorable. Oh, give the, the apple high one. Fives. Oh, oh the, that high five one. You're gonna tap an apple. Kitty. So my husband yeah. and I have been watching a lot of Jackson Galaxy on net on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Solid. Sorry for the car in the background, but you know. <laughs> He is the guy from my, like, my cat from hell or whatever that show is. He is just a very gentle soul and just very much loves cats. Like, I don't think he has any formal training. He just has had a lot of cats. Yeah. And is very in tune with them. So he has, like, a lot of videos about how to take care of your cat. Cat mistakes. He played Stray, too. Aww. And Matt said it was, like, really... Uh, I I didn't watch it, but Matt did, and he said it was like a really sweet video, and uh, he was very bad at it. <laughs> and so I was playing it, and Matt was watching me play it. And there's a part where you have to like run away from yeah. some like little borbles, porbles. Yeah. And uh, he's like, okay, so this part isn't hard. He was just really bad at the game. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed Stray. It was a good time. Yeah, we uh played like the first two hours of it. I already got, like, five or seven of the fucking musical sheets, though. Yeah, I didn't get all the musical sheets. Oh my god, these cats oh. are very good. I almost forgot one? about the roach, man. <laughs> oh no, it's back. You brought it back? Yeah, then I brought it back. Oh, you're putting a hat on the cat. Oh, he likes the hat. Also, see, also cats, what is it? Cats swatting things and then getting scared and running away, or whatever that one is. It's an acronym. A really long-ass acronym. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna subscribe. Let's go. Cat taps. It's a good time. <laughs> They're sweet babies. They are all sweet babies. It's mildly tapping something. Not the cats hitting. Although that is also funny. When a cat gets startled and like smacks something really hard and fast. Oh, this cat likes water. Mm-hmm. Cat and taps. Like a water tap. <laughs> yeah, he likes the water. Aww. He's trying to tap the water spray. I love it when a cat loves their owner. <laughs> That is the the affection that my cat has withheld from me. Yeah. (laughs) It's an abusive relationship, really. Anyway, you can send me more disturbing stories with which to traumatize Esme. No, please don't. At at Morgan underscore Slay. Or you can add both of us at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter. Email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Check out my Animorphs podcast at Middlemorph on Twitter. And hey, thanks to the people who have uh, donated to my coffee. Hey! I I will be cutting checks to co-hosts if we get... Fuck yeah! <laughs> any, any more donations. Please so. donate to Morgan's yes. Coffee and then I can have a check. Woo! I get paid for my hard work <laughs> listening to <laughs> these things that blow my mind every week. Um, also, shout out to my Comic-Con friends who I got to listen to this podcast. Hooray! Um, they're starting at the beginning, though, so they're learning about lasagna and oh. yogurt and uh-huh. Jensen Ackles. Uh-huh. Well, that's... All of those things are important to learn about. Yes. Um, you have It's the journey. You can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C underscore knows, as in knows lots of things. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. I don't have another podcast and I don't have a Kofi, but... Um, I appreciate you. Woo. Uh, <laughs> uh, drop us a review. Yes. And rate us. Yes, please drop us a rating. Tell your friends about us. Be nice, though. Like, <laughs> Yeah, if they're assholes. I mean, maybe 
Uh, we've said it before, like, tell your asshole friends yeah. about our podcast, so that way you can, uh... And then they don't end up on the podcast. Realize, yeah, the error of their ways and all that. Otherwise, it may be too late for them. They might be off marrying their cockroach wife. <laughs> and you don't oh, even God. know about it. You're not going to know about it for another two years. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'm off to go and celebrate this England win. Woo. Woohoo! I'm gonna have some gin and finish cleaning my house. Nice. Alright, bye y'all. Bye!